0: that your mind makes a choice, that your feelings catch up to. Because if you're waiting to feel motivated, to feel inspired, you might have that occasionally, but that's not what's gonna come at you day in, day out when you are pursuing a goal and you're not seeing results. You're not gonna have waves of motivation waking you up every morning to go after. It's a choice through your habits and your self-discipline that you're gonna have to choose. And then you can coordinate your life in such a way that these habits become ingrained. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, Speaker, Wife, and Mama Four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Called Forth podcast. We have been leaning into goals for several weeks now. And the reason why I love this topic of goals is because it is something that applies in so many different areas of life, whether it's a personal goal or a professional goal. If you're an ambitious woman of faith, you have likely a list of goals in front of you. And when we are going through the journey of life and trying to accomplish things and see success and see the fruit of our labor, and then when we're living in the reality of sometimes what doesn't feel like it should be because we have toiled and put forth so much effort. And then we look at what's within our hands and we're like, we get into this frustration phase of discouragement and disappointment. And so my heart behind these goals oriented episodes is really to help you to paint context around what you're doing, give you that motivation and encouragement to keep going and to really understand the concepts and the ideas and the strategies behind how you can get to where you really want to go that much further, that much faster, and with more peace and contentment. And speaking of peace and contentment, that is going to be really the focus of this episode from the perspective of how do you pursue your goals from a place of peace and contentment? It is not easy and life is a journey and it's going to unfold and be a process, but I'm going to lay out some things in this episode that will hopefully help you reevaluate and reframe in your mind how you can step forward in pursuit of your goals from this place of peace and contentment. So one of the problems that we face when we're pursuing our goals is that we can't always control how long it takes to get to that end destination. We can't always control how it happens exactly. We can't force other people to come along the process with us and make it happen. We can't always force an end outcome. And that creates some frustration and disappointment and discouragement. And depending on how you frame that in your mind, that discouragement and frustration can either be the catalyst for why you quit and lay it down. It can be the reason why you remain stagnant for different periods of your life, or it can be reframed in your mind as fuel and energy. For how you're going to continue to move forward despite what comes at you despite the struggles despite how hard it is and so when we're living in this place of the pain of it all the reality that yes we're grateful for all that we have but we know that there's something more we want to journey forward in a way that allows us to come from a place of peace and contentment and trust and faith so that the journey doesn't end up just becoming a constant feeling of struggle And I know for me in my own life, I have had more years than I care to admit of where it's felt like a struggle. And I was actually talking to a friend the other day when we were on a walk about how I look back at some of my old journals from when I lived in Connecticut, when my kids were Actually, I only had one child at that time, but there was just a lot of pain in depression. I was going through a really painful period of my life where depression stole so much of my mindset and just kept me trapped and drained my energy. And this went on even to when I had my second child. Looking back, I think there's probably some postpartum in there, but at that time I was very young. I didn't have any language for that, I didn't know anything about it. Fun fact on me, I actually got married when I was 17. I had my first child at 18. Five years later, I had my second child. I went on to have to more children, so I have four total, but laying that aside, I know the struggle of having goals, having dreams, knowing that you were made for more, but feeling like, why does my reality not match what I know could be true about my life? And then seeing other people who are successful and trying to replicate and implement the strategies that, that I see that they're doing, but still feeling like it's not applying to me, it's not working for me, and just living in this perpetual state often of frustration and disappointment and discouragement. And so my heartbeat behind these goal, this goals series and really called forth is to help you move through the journey that much faster than I have so that you can go from this place of disappointment, disillusionment, of unmet expectations, and wade through that in such a way that it empowers you and encourages you and fuels you to move forward because those things can debilitate you, but they don't have to. There are simple shifts that you can make that can make a world of difference. And when you're living in the pain of what you're living in, it feels like, well, no, it's not that simple. And I'm not saying that it's not hard. And I'm not saying it doesn't take time to slowly, but surely heal and integrate better ways of thinking and better ways of doing things but I am saying it is possible. And it's not about a lack of resources or a lack of money or a lack of who you are at the personality level. It's not a lack of being enough. It's not, it's not a a, la- a thing of lack. Sometimes it's just a matter of not knowing better. And I said this in my previous episode that when we know better, we do better. So when I have become aware to know better and I've been able to make that choice to do better, I wanna empower you to do the same thing. And so to first start this process of working towards your goals from a place of peace and contentment is... What I referenced just a few moments ago is understanding that it's a journey because when we get caught up in it needing to be right now in this moment, we sometimes take our goals out of context and we start to put a lot of weight on ourselves that it needs to happen now because maybe your circumstances are urging you that they happen now. Maybe you have money to that needs to be made. You have bills that need to be paid. You have children that you need to feed. You have insurance bills you have to pay. You have all of the things of life that are coming at you pressuring you to make this goal happen. And maybe it's an even an internal pressure because you feel like you have this purpose on the inside of you that you want to birth forth, so there's this pressure that can turn into discouragement and despair when things aren't happening in our time frame that we've envisioned. But if we can reframe how we're viewing life as a journey and realize that sometimes we underestimate what we can do in the long form of the journey and we overestimate what we can do in the short form of the journey, if we can understand that life is a process and there's purpose, and peace to grab a hold of in every season, we can stop yielding to this pressure and really start owning the moment that we're in and utilizing the moment that we're in and doing the best with what's within our hands to do in this season, where your feet are right now with the possibilities you have currently. And part of that is going to be releasing what you can't control so that you can focus on what you can control and when you're focused on what you can't control that's an energy drain that is a place that you're going to that you are exerting effort and not getting results from and who wants to do something that is that draining and yet not fulfilling in any way but we do this to ourselves we focus on the things that we can't control to the detriment of the things that we can and so if we can get straight in our mind where our energy should be focused it will save you countless hours it will save you peace. It will save you staying up late at night and stressing about the things that you have no control over. Think about how much more effective you would be if you really focused on the things that you had the ability to see fruit from. So I want to challenge you to really think about where your energy is going right now. If it's going towards things that you can't control, I want you to really analyze where you can redirect that energy to the things that are within your power to do in the moment. And this leads back to the greater point of choosing contentment and choosing peace. If we're waiting for peace to just come on us like a wave or contentment to come on us like a wave, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen because it certainly does, but in the day-to-day struggle, you're going to have to make that choice to choose peace and choose contentment despite what's going on around you, despite the lack of results, despite the fact that you may be pouring hours into something that doesn't seem like it's giving anything back. But if you know it's that greater goal and that greater good, when you focus on those things that you can control, it gives you that motivation to keep going at it, to put that stake in the ground and say, I'm no longer going to be robbed of my peace and contentment. I'm going to think of this as a journey. I'm going to keep moving forward, regardless of the distractions to my left and my right. And I'm going to do the work that's within my hands to do because those are the things you can control. You can control your time management, the things that you put your hand to. You can control the attitude that you have, the gratitude that you have, the mindset that you have. You can control your habits and your discipline and those things. And while those are the hard things sometimes to control, and we want to kind of like shove them off as like, oh, I don't know if that's really within my control because those are really hard, those are the simple but actually effective things that you can do to journey towards your goals that much faster. I talk a lot about consistency. Consistency is a huge key to your goals and we want it to be this big complicated formula, but what it comes down to when you're pursuing a goal with contentment and peace, it's that step-by-step-by-step process of consistency, of habit development, of carving that time out in your schedule every day to work on that goal versus waiting for some complicated formula or some phone call or connection that you think is gonna get you there. Sometimes we focus on the big leap. Well, if I was just aligned and I had this moment, it would happen. And I'm not saying those things don't happen, but until they do, you have to do that work to position yourself to for that to even happen, which is to do the daily work of consistency. And I'm not saying there's no flexibility in that. You definitely have to be flexible. You know, I had somebody come over earlier this week and it was an afternoon that I could be working on my goals, but this person came over and I felt like their relationship that we had was really valuable. So I set my work aside and I spent time And I felt like that was really valuable. So it's also understanding flexibility. And right now, this is summer. My kids are home. I have to be flexible. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that I just disregard my schedule. Like for instance, if I wake up late, it doesn't mean that I just disregard my schedule. You can still regroup in your day to carve out that time to go after it. And I'm not saying you don't take days of rest or you should beat yourself up if it doesn't happen in a day. This is not an extreme goal pursuit program, but it is in general applicable, tangible things that you can do to work towards your goals daily. And to lean into to this piece of self-discipline and habits, there was a long time ago that I heard this phrase that your mind makes a choice that your feelings catch up to. And I think that's so true because if you're waiting to feel motivated, to feel inspired, you might have that occasionally, but that's not what's going to come at you day in, day out when you are pursuing a goal and you're not seeing results. You're not going to have waves of motivation waking you up every morning to go after. It. It's a choice through your habits and your self-discipline that you're going to have to choose. And then you can coordinate your life in such a way that these habits become ingrained. And this is something I'm still working on. I've in, I've integrated these habits and self-discipline into certain areas, but now I'm focused even on moving this process into other areas of my life. So I'm not saying that I operate this perfectly on any level, it's still a journey for me, but I have found that when it comes to pursuing goals from a place of peace and contentment, Uh, my mind has to make a choice that my feelings then will catch up to. And I find way more fruit from that choice than I do just hoping and hoping and hoping that I'm going to be motivated and disciplined. And this leads me to my next point. To go after your goals from a place of peace and contentment means you're going to have to have some faith and trust in the process. And you're going to have to see the beauty in the season that you're in and where you're planted right now. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I'll hey, I'll sound like a broken record all day long. If this means that I am driving the point home with you, that there is so much value, in seeing the beauty where you're planted and being the beauty where you're planted. Because so often the goals that we're pursuing, if especially if they're related to like purpose and destiny and our life's work and the soul work and the things that we really wanna do, we see what we're doing as an answer to a problem. And so in becoming the beauty where you're planted, in becoming the solution to the problems that you see in life, you can release expectation while remaining expectant and not be so tied to the end outcome that you don't enjoy today. And this can apply to so many different things. Like for instance, if you're somebody who's lonely and you don't have those friendships, be the beauty where you're planted, be a friend to somebody else. If you see a need in your community, be that solution. And this is where your faith factor is going to come in. You have to operate from this faith and trust that God is good and he brings things about in due time and due season. Even when from the outside looking in, your story looks like, it's never gonna happen. It's that ingrained faith that you keep choosing day in and day out. And the more I have even leaned into the fact that peace is a choice and contentment is a choice, faith is also a choice. It's not necessarily something that you just feel in the moment all the time, 24-7. You're just feeling the faith. You're just feeling the trust in God, especially when you're looking around and you're looking at your bank account and you're looking at your relationships that are going awry and whatever's going wrong in your life. It's not easy to have faith and trust in those moments, but it's that continual choice that despite what the circumstances look like, you're going to be faithful where you're at Knowing that in due time and due season, as you are leaning into God and doing the work, he's going to prove himself faithful to you. And by proving himself faithful, it doesn't mean the answer's coming today or tomorrow or even next week. But it's knowing that you trust him with your story and your journey, that whatever the outcome is, you're going to trust that he's good in all seasons. Because of course, it's easy to trust him when things are happening and life is good and things are moving along takes a whole lot more level of trust and faith when you're going at these goals again and again and again, and nothing's happening, or at least your perceived version is that nothing is happening because I'm a big believer that there's things happening on the behind the scenes that we don't always recognize in the moment because we're so in the challenge of it. But when we are on the other side of it, we can see that God was bringing a transformation and sometimes... In the transformation process of who we are, our mindset, our behaviors, all of it. We don't often recognize that transformation is even happening until we're on the other side of it. Again, this was a part of a conversation I had with a friend a while ago where it was really coming to life about how I was able to let things go. And I was recognizing that for so long, I hadn't been able to let a certain situation go or certain set of belief systems go. And now on the other side of it, I'm like, wow, there's been this transformation all this time. And I was kind of oblivious to it to a degree. So it's that trust and faith and know that God is bringing transformation as you are pursuing his heart, as you are turning over to God, the lies of the enemy that are holding you back, as you're doing the work that's in front of you, he is wasting none of this season that you're in. And you've got to know that and you've got to have faith and trust in that, even when it's really hard, even when it doesn't make sense. And this leads me to my last point of the episode. I have written down, do the work, release the outcome. And I basically have laced that through this episode so really, I'm just going to focus on the points of really releasing the outcome. I know when I first joined a marketing group in 2020, they we went through this process of figuring out our brand DNA and the problem we felt like we solved and what our message to the world was. So for me, the problem that I felt like I solved in that time was I helped women with fear, specifically push through fear of failure, fear that it's not going to happen, fear that we're not enough, all the things related to fear, fear that we're going to be judged by a story that people don't have the context for, so many things related to fear. And my message ultimately was you have to let go of the outcome if you really want to move through fear. And I even wrote a book, hashtag more than done, which is available on Amazon, literally hashtag more than done all no spaces. And the very first chapter of the book was learning to go from fearful to fear less. And in this book, I document this process really of how to release the outcome. Because when we're focused on forcing something that we can't control, our energy is wrapped up in something that's ultimately not going to be fruitful. And I don't want anyone to go down this journey any longer than they have to of trying to control things they can't control or placing their energy somewhere that's just like leaving them running in place and not making traction. Because I know for me, I felt like for so many different pieces of my life or times in my life I felt like I wasn't making traction. And it was because I was held back by lies, limiting beliefs, shame, fear, you know, you name it. We all face those things related to different pieces of our story. But if you can release the end outcome of what you're going after and what you want, then you can learn to enjoy the journey as you go and claim peace and contentment as you go. Because the journey is long. The journey through life and to your end of the end destination is a long journey. You don't want to spend it miserable. I've been there. You don't want to spend it miserable. It's not worth it. You've got to find joy in the process and in the day to day and in the process of pursuing the goal and the journey and release expectation, but be expectant, which I know sounds like an oxymoron, but it's this tension that we learn to live in through life over time. So I hope you were encouraged in today's episode. Don't forget to send me a DM or leave a comment in the YouTube version of this podcast and let me know your highlight, what stood out to you and maybe other topics you'd like me to cover until next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.downtown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called for